if you're here on YouTube, you just got to see all that go on. But uh, for those of you listening, just use your imagination. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you wow. by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your wow. podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. It was a wild finish. Wild finish. But, um, <laughs> wild finish. In Minnesota. I don't know what's going on over yeah, here. Yeah, I do too. Is yeah, Sean... don't worry about yeah. it. Are it's the Bills fine. playing? <laughs> no. Listen, they played, they on, played Thursday. on Thursday. Right, Emma, are you right. administering a urine test to Sean right <laughs> now? <laughs> what's going on back there? <laughs> I'm drunk Sean's on the Dillinger. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I wish. Oh, Lord. Was that subliminal messaging? Is yeah. somebody coming out of the dugout? Is that what was going on there? I don't know. What is ha- I don't know. Listen, I literally don't know what's going on. They're right there. Right there. Roaring Fork got it. It's, it's Sean still drunk from the okay. Dilly News. Dilly Dilly. True. Very Probably true. true. Big Very news true. at ASU. All right. Let's talk Coyotes hockey. Uh, they finally did it. They finally had a comeback, made it close, and lost. This is what I've been saying for days. Perfect script. Perfect script. One goal regulation loss. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think? No, I mean you're exactly right. This is what they want to do: lose by one goal, play competitive hockey. Yeah, but I, I got to admit, when you're sitting watching a game like this and they start getting make it, it's four one, and you go, okay, this is over. Yeah. Then it gets under the four minute mark, and you go, oh, they scored four two. Uh, you know, whatever. You get the token goal. Then it's four three, and you go, oh shit, might be nice to get this to overtime. So I call, I called a, a, a schmaltz goal to tie the game and go to overtime, and I thought they're going to win in overtime. It's funner when they play like that. It's funner when you have a chance. And even though they lose, it's funner. It's still fun. More fun? Yeah. Did I say funner? Yeah. More fun. Twice. It's more twice? Yeah. Oh. It's more fun when they compete like that and play like it versus going four one five one six one seven one. I'll take this all day long. I wish they would play better in first periods though. I think that's become a, a theme, not just of this road trip or the entire season. That's first periods. I know they, they have a scoring chance at the end. That Jacob Chikrin chance with under a minute was unreal. But the first 19 minutes of the first period, they had three shots on goal. Yeah. They've got to start coming out of the gate faster, and I'm not sure what they're going to need to do to make that adjustment. You mentioned Nick Schmaltz, though. That's, he was your pick because Nick Schmaltz is playing really well since he came back. Yeah, he is, he is and he's Generated. sustaining it. He's, he's generating, generating offense. offense. He's doing more yeah. game after game after game. So three goals, four points, and three games back. Am I right on that? I think it's four games back now. But yeah, yeah. three okay. goals but and yeah, four games. Point back. a game. Okay, so picking up where he left off last season, right? Yeah, and he's providing offense for this team. And when he's got the puck, it looks like something is going to happen. And that's what you want from Nick Schmaltz. The knock on him has always been his consistency to be able to carry that from game to game. Well, he's showing he can do that now, and he did it last year too. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's, you know, it's an encouraging sign that that top line is starting to move the puck extremely well. The goal he got was fantastic. Like oh the puck gosh. movement on that goal, that was high-end puck movement. And when you're playing against a, a defense, if you want to open up space in the offensive zone, you need to have that kind of movement with defensemen going down and forwards coming up and that kind of active play in the offensive zone. And that's exactly what happened. Schmaltz gets all kinds of open ice in the middle of the ice because of the movement and the great puck play. You know, Gosses, Bear, and Keller, and even Chikrin on that play. So, yeah. great goal. And it, it is exciting to see him play well. And that's why I thought you might have a chance in that final minute because you throw him over the boards and you might actually get a goal. Yeah, and besides that first part of the third period where Minnesota was up for the most of the game, it was mostly, a, you know, a close game. Mm-hmm. So, it, w- it was entertaining at points. We saw some crazy fights, some crazy emotion on the ice from from both sides, and that's really all you can ask for, especially just you know on a Sunday afternoon. I'm sure they're exhausted. They're flying home today before they head out on the last segment of this long, 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 long road huh. trip. Um, so I, for me, this this is a success. Um, it didn't always feel that way today. Let's take a look at the numbers from today. Um, four. Oh my God, why did I read that as 48 shots on goal for a second? 28 shots on goal for Minnesota to the Coyotes 23, which it did not feel like they got 23 because at some point in the third period, they only had 16 shots on goal um, for the whole game, which is just not good enough. Um, Coyotes still nothing going on that power play. Minnesota capitalized. And then um, as far as blocks, the Coyotes did block more shots than the Wild. But the shots on goal thing for me is still still a problem and the lack of uh production on the power play because that's something that was carrying them through and i saw that like they just they need to do that because i saw somewhere that their five on five goal scoring is like last in the league so if they're gonna get offense it needs to come 
from yeah, any but way it's, possible. Yeah, and it's true. You, yeah, you, you're going to have to produce on the power play if you're not effective five on five. But you can't sustain success if you're just relying on your power play. They have to be better at five on five. And that's something we've been talking about all year. And it's easy to say it, quite frankly. It's probably not going to happen. They're just not a good enough team to to control five on five play. Okay, so they've struggled since Chikrin and Schmaltz came back. Fair on the power play. Yeah, trying to work two new guys in. Sure. Right. So you're trying to work two new guys in. You change Gossespierre from the right flank or the right circle to the top. Take Mosier right out. So, Devil's Advocate, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It was top three in the league. Those players are coming back to you. Just go, hang on. We'll put you on the second unit for now. You'll get your ice time. You'll get your power play time. But for right now, this unit's rolling and we're scoring. Do we leave it? Or do you play the long game and go, hey, there are two of our best players. We got to get them on the ice so we can get them up to speed. And hopefully these power play goals start coming again. And what else are you trying to do with Jacob Chikrin? Trying to trade him. Well, that's the thing. And Jacob Chikrin has has been... You know, like he's been effective. He said earlier in the game he was leading the team in shot attempts by a huge margin. Um, We saw it many times today. So I think it's kind of one of those. And I I do agree with the if it's not broke, don't fix it. But I think they're they're close. They've had some chances on the power play. I think they just need to get one in and it'll kind of open the floodgates for them. Maybe they just get that confidence, get that good juju going but, it, but it's been point, a few games though uh, at and some now, point you're right now you have to wonder do we go back because it's been so many games and you shake it up you make a change you do something different yeah. maybe you go back just for a game i i don't know at some point when a power play that's been top five for the first 15 games now has fallen out of the top 10 probably after today they'll fall out of the top 10 at some point you go okay let's just try it let's just try it yeah. even if you try it for one power play yeah would, that's true it's really hurt. You normally get multiple because you talked about uh, Chikrin got um, 11 shot attempts, 11. Next highest shot attempts, Schmaltz at six. Stetcher comes in with four. So clearly those two are are the guys that are going to get pucks to the net, and that's how you get power play goals, is by getting pucks to the net. So, yes, I think they should be there. I'm just saying they haven't scored since they put those two on the power play. And I know the long-term goal is to get rid of, you know, trade Chikrin, and to do that, needs power play points. So I, I would be surprised if they don't make a change, if they don't score here soon. Yeah, um, this goes into your keys because that was your second key, which was having Schmaltz or Chikrin find, and to quote Tyson Nash, find the back of the net on the power play. Um, but do we have PD's keys? Okay. With this, this is it's becoming a theme. The, the, an afternoon game you worry about, especially in a different time zone, playing in the afternoon and being ready to play. And I said the first 18 to 19 minutes, I don't think they were. And I think it's becoming a trend. Their first periods just aren't good enough. So I think they missed on that one. I was hoping Chicken or Smoltz would get a power play goal today. If it would have been on power uh, on the on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I probably would have bet that because I thought it's going to break soon. And penalties have been a problem. Their inability to kill penalties against really good power plays in Minnesota with Kaprizov has a really good power play. And they gave up now, ends up being one goal on the power play, which ends up being a one goal game. So it's a, it's a big deal to sit in the penalty box for this team. So unfortunately they did not hit the keys and they do not get the win. Yeah. And going back to the don't take penalties thing, which is something last show we said that just needs to be one that's always penciled into your keys. And Roaring Fork earlier in the chat had mentioned that the kind of a turning point in this game was the fact that we saw Felino get ejected in the, in the second period. And the Coyotes had a four-minute power play. And that was the perfect opportunity for them to capitalize. And then... What did they do? Travis Boyd <laughs> takes a penalty. It's four on four. And the Wild score. So they completely squashed their own opportunity. Um, and that's just kind of... Things started to go downhill there. So. And you talk about Boyd. Old Boyd Howdy. That it, rough game for rough him. Rough game. The first goal bounces over his stick. Yeah, Not it's his a bad fault. bounce. Yeah, bad yeah. bounce. But it's him. Goes over his stick. Bounces. Second goal he set on the 4-on-4. Four four. He's sitting in the penalty box. Whoopsie. And then the shot by Spurgeon goes off his, his body and into the net. So tough, tough night. Tough for him in his Travis in his Boyd home, in his return. In his return to Minnesota. To Minnesota. What would you say to a guy like that in Minnesota just to console him? I don't There's know not a term for that. Oh, wait, Min- I don't Minnesota. know. I don't know Minnesota. We got a lot of Minnesota stuff we coming. We do have a lot of a lot of Minnesota. Some blatantly asked and said, "Has anyone mentioned that Bukestad?" I know Bukestad's from Minnesota. <laughs> I think there was a parade for Bukestad and Boyd. Ca- no. <laughs> what? Parade. Logan Cooley was at the game. Logan too. Cooley was. How does at Logan the game? Cooley go from the mullet and his showing last night to 
The Excel Energy Center. That's well, amazing. I know. I was Apparently, talking to him the like the University of Minnesota ago. has excellent travel plans. Um, they have a lot of success with. It's because you have nothing to yeah, do maybe with it. That's it. <laughs> they didn't like let Craig on the plane. No, we we have spent some time in Minneapolis recently, Leah. Yeah, I know. That was my fir- my first time in Minnesota ever. Was when Accidental. we had to emergency land there uh, on the way to the draft. So do you take you that know, fo- you know. a four three game in Minnesota to end this segment of their road trip? I, I say I'm that's thrilled. Four four and two right now. Four, four, two. One I, segment left. They, I say that's knocked out game. Canada. They've knocked out the yep. Northeast. They've knocked out the Southeast. Knocked out the Midwest. Now it's just about the Pacific. And another guy we didn't talk about. No, we talked about individual efforts. Talk about Lawson Kraus. Yeah. He got t- he's got 10 goals right Casual now. Casual 40 goal pace. Crazy, right? Unreal. Again, we keep saying this. When he signed the contract, there were a lot of national pundits saying, what oh, are they doing? One. What are they doing? It's just a, it's a one-off for him his season last year. Mm-mm. And that was a good shot, yeah, too. Been Great shot. He's yeah, in the right place. He gets that area. a one-off. Hey, most of his goals, I'd like to see. I bet you most of his goals are right in that area between the hash marks, between the, the circles. He gets to that area. He's a big body. And, and I don't know if Fleury saw any of the three goals that went in today. I really don't. I think he was screened on all of them. That was a great shot. Yeah. Ten goals right now? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I'm. He could get 40. Right. Unbelievable. Could. Maybe if, you know, maybe that would be what it takes to get his dad, Mike Krause, to wear some PHNX gear instead yeah, of <laughs> spitting chicklets hey, trash. Mike Krause, there's a sale up, going Mike? on yeah. in the PHNX locker it? right now, up <laughs> to 90% off. Just saying. And we if might, you're a diehard. have to chirp Mike every time Lawson and scores it, now. And if, there's <laughs> a, if you're a diehard, an extra 20% off. Just saying. <laughs> Um, and that, with an assist on that loss in cross goal, Matias Michelli, who was back in the lineup today after sitting out, um, Gunther was the guy to come out today, Michelli back in. So Michelli had an assist on the cross goal and the Mosier goal. So two assists for Matias Michelli tonight. Um, you know, we've talked already about the, the possible value of him sitting out, but he, he, uh, performed when it counted today. Eighth best odds on DraftKings, I think. Is it still? I think I it's still eight best odds for winning your story. Uh, Calder Trophy. So, but just think about he's that. on the list now. He's Thanks in Arizona. Do you know what? You know how far ahead of everyone else he'd have to be in points to win in Arizona? Twenty? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Seriously, the only the, yeah. the person who will win the Calder in Arizona will be Connor Bedard. <laughs> There it is. Wow. I have to say it once a show. Get it out there in the universe. You have to put it in the universe. I couldn't agree more. If you ask, the universe will give. Will he outcompete Matt Nyes after Matt Nyes gets traded for Jacob Chikrin? True. Matthew Nyes. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. We're in court. We'll come to that. Trust me. Um, We we have a lot of thoughts on Matthew Nyes. So, yeah, just. Just what it was just a fascinating game. That's all I can really think. We saw Ryan Reeves barking at Jacob Chikrin, um, an ejection with Polino and Liam O'Brien just sitting in the box like HK. It was it was a fascinating. Yeah, he had a grin on If you're Chikrin, do 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 you take that opportunity and get in a fight? No, you drop your gloves. Ryan Reeves. No. (laughs) Boy, howdy! No chance. Cash it. (laughs) No chance. Hello, injury history. Yeah. uh, No. No. Could you imagine that? Like, yeah. sits Jacob Chikrin out again, like, and then yeah. they can't trade him even oh, more. Shoulder or oh my god, yeah. I can't even. Oh. Um, yeah, what a game. Um, and and I feel like this has been now the theme that they're storming back, and that's good because that means they're they're not mentally out. It's sometimes you can mentally check out and just say eh, like whatever. And what we were saying before the game even started, like they're flying home t- today right after this game. They're probably thinking like, please get me the f home. They've been gone for so yeah. long. So it would have been very easy to check out of this game, but yep. no, Kraus and Mosier at the end made it close. They had the mm-hmm. chance to send it to overtime. You know, they had the extra attacker there in the final minutes. We saw what happened in Detroit the other day. It, that happened. So I, I appreciate the hustle. I appreciate the effort that they're in it and down but not out. So, and, yeah. and then they end up losing, which is great for the tank. So I'll take yeah, so it. All things, it worked out exactly the way it should have for a matinee on a Sunday, competing with football, by the way. Yeah. Which we can hear in the background over by the more furniture recliners. Yeah, they're watching Cardinal people watching the Cardinals movie. game over there. But of course, we do have to crown our DraftKings king of the game today. And we already talked about him at the beginning of the show, but today's DraftKings King of the Game, Nick Schmaltz, because How does it fit? Oh, another big crown? I have another big crown. I like the big crowns, I gotta say, Sean. I like yeah, the big I like crowns. It. I think we they're all, better fit. We yeah. all the, the little ones are kind of tiara ish. So what about the size, Craig. It does that really what? I, 
Okay, I'm just going to move on. Um, also, I appreciate that Sean just puts people's nicknames as the name down uh, yeah, every time. Spice it up a little bit. Yeah, now. I like it. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He had an absolute rocket of a goal today. So Nick Schmaltz is our DraftKings king of the game. I kind of like taking Nick Schmaltz anytime goal scorer at, right now at the pace, or even Lawson Krauss, if we're being honest. Um, Petey, you had an unbelievable day on the DraftKings yeah. Sports. How about my DraftKings day yesterday? I, I, well, I'll preface it by saying my Friday day. I'm going to take a nap. College football. This, okay. My college football went 0 for 2 on Friday. Yesterday, and I'm not making this up. This is 100%. I was 7 for 7. I was on a heater yesterday. From morning until night, I won every single college football game that I bet on. Can every I give you the one. Fletch line? God, I admire you. There we go. HK. <laughs> I, unfortunately, the bad side, the downside is I bet like Lee and I had weenie bets. But you still that's won okay. money. That's okay. See, I think that's the smart way to you go. You only bet. I had $5 bets. Yeah. You, you know, but you I won. I was 7 for 7 You don't want to put your family on the street because nope. you had a bad day. So, nope. so I, I, I $5 weenie bets, but 7 case. for 7 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app because it was incredibly easy, incredibly fun, and I watched more football games than I would have watched because I had $5 It on does that. make a big difference there in, you go. in being Golden Golfers. In watching the we game. had Golden Gopher hockey. I had Golden Gopher football yesterday. Oh. Against the Wisconsin Badgers. What a game that was. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're oh, going to get yeah. into some Minnesota talk here in a minute. Oh, yeah. um, if you want to bet and win some money, either weenie bets or, or bigger bets, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download it now. Use the promo code PHNX. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game, which there's tons of football on today, obviously, going on right now. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And also this weekend, I was at Four Peaks yesterday for the Mexico-Argentina game. Holy moly, was this popping. Like, there were, the whole bar was completely this full. This World Cup a big deal? Yeah. Okay. I think it might be a bigger deal for Mexico than the U.S., to be honest. Just checking in. I mean, the, it, the, the vibes in Four Peaks were amazing. There was the 22. I'm getting a FaceTime call from Shane, who is sitting over there. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> so it was the, accidental. The, yeah, the we could put them on though. No, the vibes were seriously immaculate. Um, the 22 foot screen, like I said, the four peaks was flowing. It was a great environment to watch the game, and you can hang out with us there anytime Mexico or the U.S. plays. It'll be hosted at the Four Peaks Eighth Street Pub. You can enjoy beer specials, three dollar kilt lifters, and wow, it's your guys's favorite chicken strips. Uh, and the chick, I saw a ton of chicken tendies yesterday there yep. too. So, uh, the next, uh, when is the new next U.S. match? Is it Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. So must win. They're on. Yeah, must right. win. So must come win. on down to Four Peaks for that. It's going to be a blast. You can check the link in our description for more details. Register there. It's free to register. That gets you a spot right in front of the big screen. So do it soon because the Mexico one like sold out really, really quick. Um, so click on that link below. And if you're going to drink Four Peaks, you must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. All right. Oh, boy. Petey, it's time for Professor Petey. <sighs> it is? But it's not Petey's Puck Talk. It is not Petey's Puck Talk it's today. We're going to... Yeah, Petey's different. Minnesota Talk. So, yep. Petey, I'm going to fully pass... The well, to you. because a couple things. The Gophers were in town last night, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So Big Minnesota, Minnesota versus there. Arizona. The weekend. Coyotes were in Minnesota today. So we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about my home state, Minnesota. So there I am. That's Paul and Babe. <laughs> by the way, and by the way, if you're from all Minnesota. All graphics made by PD. Yeah, I made all these myself. So don't blame Sean. So this <laughs> is this like this is the only Paul and Babe that matter is the Paul in Bemidji, Minnesota. Not Brainer, not Akeley. Bemidji. So any Bemidji Paul Bunyan haters can start there. The first thing before we get started on the quiz, we're going to have a quiz on some Minnesota words. The first thing we need to know is you need to learn how to speak Minnesotan. So if you've seen the movie Fargo, that is the best example. The movie's called Fargo, but it takes place in Minnesota. There's three things you need to know. You betcha. You got to learn to say, oh, yeah, you betcha. And that refers to like, did you see the gopher game yesterday? Oh, yeah, you betcha. I did. So that qualifies instead of you bet. It's you betcha. So got to have that second need, offer, O-F-E-R, offer, usually with the word cute. Oh, did you see the new puppy? Oh, for cute. So like, oh, for sure. Kind oh, of, for sure. Just... But it's oh, for cute. Oh, for <laughs> cute. So you got to know that. And don't you know? Oh, don't you know? It's pretty cool, though. Don't you know? 
So if you get those three <laughs> sayings down, you got your Minnesota. Now, next is you got to know where to go in Minnesota. And there are very few places in the state of Minnesota. And the first place you need to know is the cities. The cities isn't just Minneapolis and St. Paul. It is every suburb within a half hour of those two cities. So everybody is from the cities. Oh, where's he? Oh, he lives in the cities then. Is that where you're from? Oh, from the cities. If you're not from the cities, where are you from? You're from up north. That's everybody that doesn't live so in the cities. you're from up north. Petey's from up north then. Oh, yeah, he's from up north. Then you've got the range. Or the Iron Range was the Arrowhead, the Northeast, Hibbing, Grand Rapids. That's up in the range. Oh, he's from the range then. Those are the tough, tough, tough kids are from the range. Or the lake. Now, there are over 10,000 lakes, 11,842 11, lakes. I learned that before And the everybody show. goes, what? Oh, he's going fishing to the lake. Oh, we're going up to the lake. Well, which one? They do that in Ontario, too. We're going to the lake. Every, yeah. We're going to the lake for the weekend. Well, where? Which lake? They don't say this. We're going to the lake. So those are the places. And the last thing I'm going to say before we start the quiz is the game that you play in Minnesota that most people in the United States play duck, duck, goose, where you go around the circle, duck, 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 goose, and you get up and you sprint after oh, the other little kid. In Minnesota, you play duck, duck, gray duck. So you go blue duck, yellow duck, red duck, green duck, gray duck, and then you get up and run. And where does it come from? From the Swedish game, Anka, Anka, Gra, Anka. <laughs> that's where it comes from. Anka, Anka, Gra, Anka. Okay. So that's where they come. Now we're ready for the quiz. See if you guys can name some Minnesota. I'll start with an easy one. Ready, DP? Skull. Skull. You hear it all the time. It's the dip that you put. It is not the dip you put in your um, mouth. Uh, uh, let's go. Skull. Skull. They do the Viking football games. You got it, DP. You got the. What is the answer? It's the Norwegian word for cheers. So cheers, mate. So it's just skull. Skull. So you raise a glass to your buddy's skull. That's an easy one to start. I thought. The next one is ufda. Ufta. Okay. Well, you suggested this as the f- win thumbnail. So is it like oh boy? Let's go. It's, it's it's actually the opposite of left. It's like, oh, like things are bad. It's oh, an exclamation oh that expresses pain, stress, or exhaustion. Like, oof da. Nice I had to shovel two feet of snow. Oof da. I'm tired after a long day at PHNX. Oof da. It's, again, I'm from gonna Scandinavia. Start, I'm going to start using the next that. One, the next one you might get. What is a Juicy Lucy? A hamburger? You're very close. It's a, it is a kind of hamburger, and it's actually started in Minnesota. If you watch the Food Network, you'll see Juicy Lucy recipes that actually started in a bar in Minneapolis, St. Paul area. A Juicy Lucy is a burger that is made with the cheese on the inside instead of the outside. So you put the cheese in the burger. That's a Juicy Lucy. I was going to answer that one. Because- this one, if you watch Thanksgiving, hot dish, when we talked to Bugstead at the game and asked, you guys missed it because you were out, asked him what his favorite Thanksgiving side dish was, it was hot dish. Do you know what a hot dish is? No, apparently not. It's any casserole that you make. It's a. It's got to be a casserole, though. It's a casserole, but you okay. usually usually made with veggies, soup, and tater tots. So it's called a hot dish. Like, oh, they took the favorite hot dish down to the Lutheran Church then for the potluck. Okay, next one. That does not look nope. appetizing. Panakukin. <laughs> you got a panakukin? Oh, the panakukin. Smoke out of? No idea no? what a panakukin is. Um. Bread. Panakukin. Anybody know what a panakukin? No? Panakukin is, it's a Dutch pancake that is baked in an oven, but it's also named of several restaurants like uh, used to have, um, you know, the village inn. There were the panakukins all over across. Oh, we're going to the panakukin. And then she'd go there for breakfast. What's the special? What's special? It's the panakukin hues. That looks like a crepe. That's a panakukin. It's a crepe. It's a, it's a thin, fluffy pancake that's baked, not fried. It's baked in an oven. It's a panakukin. And then you go to the Panakukin Why is Hughes. There, is there, there's so much uh, okay. Scandinavian There's tons of Scandinavian. Oh, yeah. It's all oh, yeah, Norway, yeah. Norway, Swedish. I guess yeah, the yeah. Minnesota one. Vikings. I Ready? Yeah. Lutefisk. Is it fish? Lutefisk is a fish. Yep. Ooh. And if, if, if you've ever smelled a house of someone whose mom is cooking lutefisk, it is a Scandinavian, Scandinavian white fish that is pickled Ooh. in lye until it comes oh. to a gelatinous texture. Oh. It's like white fish jelly. All bad it adjectives. It's disgusting, <laughs> smelling and awful, but that's lutefisk. I don't like Again, that. Again, Norwegian, they used it for the hard cold winters. Next one, lefse. And we're almost done. I appreciate it. How patience. do I not, like, 
What? Like I grew stuff, up in Canada. This would be one like sh- DP this. would love Lefsa, and we talked about Norwegian food maple, again. Fake maple syrup. This is a Norwegian flatbread <laughs> made with potatoes in a pan similar to a tortilla, but you put butter on it, sugar, and cinnamon. Oh, I can okay. well, that. It is actually very good sweet that. treat. That's Lefsa. Lefsa. Ludfisk is what you used to induce vomiting. It is awful. It is horrible. Sorrels. Sorrels. And you need the next two things to do the third thing. We're almost done. Sorrels. I, no I got nothing. Sorrels are all weather winter boots. Oh, they like get the boots. leather tops with the rubber bottoms okay. that you use in extremely cold weather. They're and the then, less famous. Oh, boots. Sorrel, that's a brand. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But we, but it's it's like like Kleenexes so or Zamboni. So every boot, every is, boot a is a Sorrel. Yes. Choppers. Uh, Choppers. Uh, Choppers. Shovels. No. You said you need you these you to do. You need the these to do the next one. So you need you a need sweater? your Sorrells and you need your choppers. Earmuffs. Oh, those are dandy looking choppers. Oh, we got brand new choppers there. Okay, let's go. They are leather mittens oh. with okay. the thick lining. Those are called choppers. You got a brand new pair of choppers. I was you on need the right. Both of those right things track. to do the next thing, which is called bumper bucking. Bumper oh bucking. Is that or snow plowing? Skitching. Snow plowing. Bumper skitching. bucking or skitching. Skitching, like on the back of a car? Will you hold on? Show it. Show it, DP. Like, hold on to a back of a car. There it is. Yeah, you get ride on the bumper of the back skitching. of the car down the city streets, I've which I do this. not recommend, by the way. No, it's not safe, but I've done oh, it. Oh, we've anyway. pulled a sled on a John Deere. See, that's, there, the that's bumper been. bucking or skitching. Yep. So that's a northern Minnesota we thing. Used to skitch on the um, back of the school bus. MOA. MOA. Oh, we're going down to the MOA. Nope. It's a place for fun in your life. The casino? Mall of America. Oh, okay. Okay. And lastly, Cake Eater. Now, if you watch the Mighty Ducks, one of the players, Banks, they said, oh, he's a cake eater, and they hated him. He's a cake eater. It's like you have your cake and eat it, too. It is taken from the Marie Antoinette. They're hungry. They don't have any bread. Well, let them eat cake because she didn't relate to the common folk. Uh, Bougie? Very bougie. So like me. It is <laughs> anyone from the western suburb of Edina is known as a cake eater. The oh cake boy. eaters are coming, and they and they've they've embraced that term, Where so they the have T-shirts that have from? the middle stats are from Edina, and it is known as the cake eater city because they're a well-to-do, affluent neighborhood in western Minneapolis, and that is the Minnesota quiz for that the day. So thanks for indulging in me. Which four lot. states border? Minnesota, Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin. Boom, and two provinces. Um, Manitoba and Ontario. You got it. There it is. Wow, I feel like we need an applause there we go. for that. Yeah. We need- Yay! Yeah. I know. Everybody tuned off. I get it. We went. Everybody went watch football. I get it. Thank you guys we for indulging. We need that, and we need you to do that with Travis Boyd and Nick Bukestad. I know we're going to do the exact I same really thing. Really need that, especially uh, especially Travis Boyd. He needs. He needs a win so, after. So this let's game. do this. Let's. I'm gonna ask the exact same questions. Okay. And we'll do the same graphics to the two Minnesota guys. I'll try to see if I can set it up next week. I love That'd be it. Great. I'm sit, so Just in. a quick sit down at the, the ice. Wild, dance. come here next month, by the way. So you could almost. That would be perfect oh. to coordinate it for that. That'd be fun to do. Okay. I yeah, love it. I'll work on it. Um. By the way, great guesses in the chat. Some people nailed it. There's like a 10 second delay. So. You know, we you were giving the answer as people were guessing, but some people were guessing right. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun, Petey. Thank you for taking us. Yep. Through that. Bet. Um, Thanks for it, It's crazy. It's a really big Minnesota week here. Now we can talk more Minnesota. Um, and we need we're gonna keep talking about it. The Golden When's the Illinois segment. I know. Did you see Karen said we should do an Illinois version of oh. this? Um, Minnesota. It's more like what people call people from Illinois, like fibs. That's what Wisconsin <laughs> calls us. Fucking Illinois bastards. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) funny. Um, Minnesota Golden Gophers in Arizona this weekend take on ASU at Mullet Arena. First time in Mullet Arena for Coyotes prospect Logan Cooley. First time in Mullet Arena for Arizona native Matthew Nyes. And Minnesota number two program in the country. And I know a few of you were there last night uh, because you said so in the Discord and on Twitter. What a freaking game that was. Last yeah. night, that might have been one of the best hockey games I've ever been to. Yeah, it was so entertaining. Great crowd, great game, fast-paced, unbelievable skill on display. First of all, Logan Cooley, Matthew Nyes, and Jimmy Snuggerud. If that's not the best line in college hockey, I don't know what is, because they were Un- terrifying when they were on the ice. ASU had no answer for them. They probably should have 
logged more minutes in that game. But wow, what a fantastic game that was. ASU trailing with like three minutes to go. We're all thinking, eh, they're going to get swept here. And what happens? They tie it up. Ryan Alexander and then Mr. Dramatic himself, Robert Mastro Simone in overtime on a set play, by the way. Unbelievable. Good stuff. Great script last night. Incredible yeah. game. Incredible win for ASU. And I want to give it up to the three of you, and include Sean DePaz, the three of you for helping me feel like I was there last night. Outstanding job on the social media and on Twitter. It was a very exciting, great videos, great content. And I appreciate you like my you. photography. Yeah, you no. Oh yeah. my god, Jacob. You, you were getting just rose. Jacob texted me. He was carving me. I got a text from our head of production about Craig's photography yeah. skills. Because I, I, I would say these two I are right by I the just, glass. I like, wanted oh my to god. zoom in on the photo and I was like, Yeah, I'm not putting this through my photo thing. I'm, yeah. I, I, the game's about to start, so I'm just gonna edit it on my phone. It's like this grainy thing. Wait, did you take it from okay. press row? Yeah, yeah. Because these two are by the glass <laughs> filming stuff. Right. You are not. No, I was in the press box. Yeah, of course. You know, Bougie. Yeah, Perrier. I, I don't sit with a commenter. Not Perrier. Pellegrino. Sorry. Yeah, oh, meanwhile, Leah and I were having to ask security where we could stand to watch yeah. the game. Really? Only last night. I might point out that in the third period, he did they let kicked a... the old guy out of his seat and oh, made me stand. Okay. Oh, yeah, just reframe the story. Craig basically forced me into the seat, which was good because I ended up getting shot of the game. I let sit down. Just I got up, you know, was a gentleman. What a, what a nice move by you, Craig. Yeah. Um, Unreal hockey, though. And then, the I tell you what, there's a couple up, things. Because so you know. yeah, we're talking sorry. about Arizona. Hey, Matthew Nye being an Arizona product that's been able to do that. You talk about Cooley being an Arizona draft pick. And then Arizona State, which has come from all the way down as a club team to do what they've done to upset a number two team in the country. What an unbelievable night for Arizona hockey. I know. And, and the atmosphere in that building sold out again. The student Stay, section was literally on fire. standing room only. I like, know that because Sean and I couldn't find a place to stand. And that's great. I, I, I think, again, it's just a foreshadowing what's to come in the city of Tempe. And I think it's coming when this team gets through their rebuild. This is what people have to look forward to. And I really believe that, that this is just foreshadowing of what's to come in the future. It, it's cool that... Minnesota hockey, obviously number two in the nation. They're an institution. You know, Travis Boyd went to Minnesota. Phil Kessel. Um, Alice Goligoski. Yeah, like there's a lot of pedigree there. Obviously, Logan Cooley's there now. They're a historic college program. And then you look at ASU that's only been around in the NCAA for, what, seven years? Eight years now, yeah. Eight years. So for them to do what they did last night, it was their first win against Minnesota since being D1. Um, and, and to get that win at Mullet in front of that crowd and – it was cool because we talked to Matthew Nyes last night who played in front of all his friends and family were were there. He grew up playing hockey here. Um, we we talked to him and Josh Doan over the summer. Um, you should definitely check that out because it's still relevant and talking about, you know, how er, hockey is grown here in Arizona. But that's really what he spoke to last night was just this whole thing. The Mullet Arena just really speaks to the growth of hockey in Arizona. And there was one point last night we were sitting with Craig and Craig just said, like, I can't believe we're watching college hockey in Arizona. Yeah, like when I when I was in the newspaper business uh, seven lifetimes ago, I remember talking to our senior writers asking, "You think the NHL will ever come here?" And like, not a chance. And now, not only do we have an NHL team, we have a Division One college hockey program in Arizona. It's crazy how much it's grown here. And Maddie Nyes is one of the best examples of it. Obviously, Austin Matthews, he's the one that everybody talk about. But if you were at the game last night, and I, I know Greg Power said it himself, Nyes wasn't necessarily dialed in in game one. But in game two, Matty Nyes was the best player on the ice. He was a beast. Opening space for that line. And that line, as I said, was scary already. He was unbelievable last night. And then Logan Cooley, the entire... This was probably his best hockey of the season. That was my f first time watching Logan Cooley play in person besides development camp. Yeah. He looked fast. He was making plays left and right. Like, yes. I, how many times do I say to Sean, he's so yeah, fast. I was incredible. texting everybody like he's so good. And, and the way he was moving in like tight spaces on the corners and stuff. was. Oh my, and the way he held on to the yeah. puck. It, it was incredible. Like All that, good things. It, it made me so excited. And you to know who else was here. watching last night from the building? GM Bill Armstrong was there because he had to see him up close. Bill told me I slept really well last night. Yeah. <laughs> but that just goes again. It's it's what happens next with this kid. Like he his skill level is elite. His speed is high end speed. He's playing in a great program. I, I think this team, if this team gets into the final four or the frozen four and plays well. Could be I, it. Could be it. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like it's it's going to be interesting to see. And again, it's just to, to your point, Craig. If you go back and you could go back to Greg Powers when they first went from from um, a club team to the NCAA and said, "Before long, you're going to play in a five thousand seat building and you're going to play not just 
play against but beat the Golden Gophers, there is not no chance in hell would you think that's going to happen. No way with this program. First, they would never get to play the Gophers. You're never going to be on the same ice with that team. And then to beat them? This is a huge step forward for a program that is only on the way up. I do believe this team needs to make the the um, the tournament this year. Me and too. they have to win some games they're not supposed to win. And they go next to... Number one, Denver. That's Denver, the thing. Baby. But the thing about this win, and I talked about it in my story today, they lost three straight games. We talked about that huge win in the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game over North Dakota. They kind of squandered that because you come home, you play Alaska, Anchorage, whatever. You're going to win that series. It's not a very good team, let's be honest. But you go to Clarkson, and it's a team that's starting to play better hockey, but you can't get swept at Clarkson. You need to be better on the road, and I felt like they had lost their momentum there. And when you lose the first game of the series to Minnesota, you've lost three straight, you're 500. Minnesota's got the lead with four minutes to go in this game. Uh Uh-oh, and then you've got number one Denver next. I mean, you're staring at 7-10 and really fast. So the importance of this win both to kill the momentum and then I know they're not, you know, they're not in a playoff uh, spot, a uh, tournament spot right now. I think they're actually number 25 and in the latest pairwise when I checked this morning. Yeah. And I think they got bumped one oh. spot lower. It's, it's constantly updating. So it's, it's hard oh. to keep track of it. Um, but that win is going to keep paying dividends for them because Minnesota is going to win a lot of games. So they'll get credit for having beaten them. If they can go to Denver now and somehow get a split in this series, Man, you're in the driver's seat at that point. Yeah. Because if you look at the back end of their schedule, it's home heavy. There's, it's a lot of teams that they can beat. They're going to rack up wins. Go get a split in Denver, and I really think this is going to be a tournament team. Yeah, and back to Logan Cooley for just a second, too. Um, he, we had him on our show earlier in the week, last week on Tuesday. So if you missed that, definitely go back and check that out. But he was talking about just being excited to play in mullet, and we talked to him last night. He said the atmosphere was amazing. The student section was phenomenal. And one of the things he commented on before coming to play here was he heard really great things about the ice, and he said it was really, really good, just as good as advertised. Yeah. So you can keep uh, shouting out the the ice at mullet arena as being – great and watching him on the ice last night. on that too. Can I, can I, before we get off of Logan Cooley, can I say one more thing? Wait, can I, yeah. Can I finish my thought? Oh, I thought you did. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. That's fine. Watching him on the ice last night at Mullet, it was just a cool feeling to think this is not the last time we're going to see him on the ice at Mullet. Like, this is the start of something really cool. And and get an opportunity to play with players like Schmaltz and Keller and Kraus. I know and if the he's guys. good on a line with Snuggerud and, and Nye, what's he going to be like on a line with exactly. those guys? Exactly. So that future is great. But I want to point out one more thing about Logan Cooley, and that is his uh, inner second intermission interview with Jody Jackson. If you happen to listen at home, one of the questions on the interview that was on air on Bally's was asked by our very <laughs> own PHNX's Leah Merrill. And we got to see, we were sitting here in the more furniture chairs and we got to hear Leah ask a question <laughs> on Bally's. It was quite a moment. Yeah, Karen so, and Nick said they heard me. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, really cool. proud of Leah and, oh, well, and what she's done here. So I just wanted to point that out. It was very cool. Shout out to Minnesota PR for hooking us up last night. Can we possibly have Logan Cooley playing on the line with Matthew Nyes for the Coyotes? I know. Give well, us. There's been a lot of talk wow. about that. Jacob Give Chicken us train. Matthew Nyes for Chikrin and a first. And a first? <laughs> Chikrin? Well, take him. Hey, you know Guys, what? a first for Chikrin? Chikrin, he ha- he's showing some love energy. Love it. Let's go. Toronto needs defensemen. Let's Toronto go. Toronto needs defensemen. We would love Nyes. He's a big, he fits Bill Armstrong's big player. That's the player. thing Greg Power said about him. We would talk about guys playing with Logan Cooley and who would be a good fit. Greg Power said last night, that's basically the perfect line, the way it's yeah. constructed because of their skill sets. Yeah. You saw it last night. Size, skill, speed. Yeah, he creates talent. space. Yeah. Matty Nyes creates space for Logan Cooley to operate. Yeah. That's what you need with Logan Cooley, right? And then you need a finisher too. The Marty Hansel, yeah. Redeem Verbata, Ray Whitney, Whitney line. They, yep. they had all those elements. You got to have the right construction. And man, those two together, whew, I'd love to see it more. Yeah. So. I'm in. Let, let's go. If we can get, I'll go pick Matty Nye's up at the airport. Let's go. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go I'll go pick him up in airport. Toronto. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll start a road trip. Don't let Craig do it. No. Because he might not ever get here. Hell I'm, no. Uh, I'm on Amtrak. Until further notice. <laughs> and you know yeah. how much fun it would be to rub that in Toronto's face when he pops Matty off Nye's? in the NHL? When, when he gets traded here and then Austin joins him? Yep. Oh, yep. boy. Oh, oh and so so last night, and we haven't even mentioned, Josh Doan, two assists, assisted on the game-winning overtime goal. So... 
we got Nyes on the board, Cooley on the board for at least for points, um, Doan for points, and then Matthews last night, yeah. uh, goal and two assists. So great night for Arizona. Arizona hockey. Fantastic. Great night for the future of Arizona. And you know what? There's probably a kid in that building tonight who was watching there. Inspired. Really inspired. Yep. And maybe they're going to be the next top pick. In Josh Doan set play too on that. I, I love that. Called Greg Powers calls a timeout, sets up that play three on three. And the whole play is Josh has got to win that face up, but not just win it, slap it forward to the weak side. That's the whole play. Yep. He did exactly that. He had to fight to, to win it, gets it up to Master Simone. He goes in and gets stopped on the initial one, but stays with it and finishes. Yes, an how's, unbelievable. How's play. this for a wheel of fantasy? Elliot said, Don Matthews Nye's line for the Coyotes one day, the Arizona line. <sighs> the Arizona Sign line. Sign me up. Yes, please. And when they finally do come here, hopefully, uh, and this is, uh, we're manifesting a lot of stuff. Could today. we have yeah. the Maple Leaf as our third jersey then? <laughs> <laughs> Would that be rubbing a little too hey, far? This is, a, this is an open invite to any of these Arizona guys. And, of course, Logan, uh, when he's with the Coyotes one day, we have a fourth chair here. You can come join us in the studio anytime. promise you, you'll be comfortable because these are beautiful, more furniture chairs. And we were, it's a full house here today with the Cardinals and ASU crew and our recliners uh, with our drinks and our Four Peaks beer and the cup holders and charging phones tables, all of it. Um, if you want to spruce up your home or your office or gift someone a gift, it's the holiday season, check out More Furniture. They have a Black Friday weekend sale going on right now. You can save up to 50% off at your local Arizona More Furniture showroom. Check out morefurniture.com. And uh, we talked about Jacob Chikrin's shot attempts and, and shots on net. And right now, the pace that he's on, I would say take the higher Every time on a Jacob Chikrin shot on goal on the underdog fantasy pick him, I might do that with some Nick Schmaltz over half a point. Like these are all things you can do on the the pick him game for underdog fantasy, uh, not just for hockey, but for the World Cup, for football, for basketball, or you can play daily fantasy as well, which is a fun way to you know do fantasy without having to manage a fantasy team all season long. So just tons of stuff you can do on underdog fantasy it's we've had a lot of fun doing it and it's very very easy to get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with the promo code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 so you got to make sure you deposit your money when you sign up with the code so that they will match you and then you can use all that money and win even more and then take it out and go buy some furniture and more how's that um so we got we got Minnesota talk. Did you want to talk about the Coyotes and ASU? Yeah, just really quickly. I, I like to call this segment preemptive reporting. Heard a couple whispers out there. Oh, you know, ASU might not be happy with the Coyotes. Sean DePaz was standing right next to me yes, I when I spoke to ASU CFO Morgan Olson last night after the game. ASU's thrilled with the relationship right now. Thrilled with everything that's happening around that arena. Thrilled that this is going to be a revenue sport in a, an athletic department where there aren't that many of those. They really aren't there many in college athletics. As we know, it's usually football, basketball. Hockey is going to be a revenue sport at ASU. They're getting a lot from the Coyotes, as we've said. Upgrades to a lot of their facilities. Two new locker rooms. They're getting the, the, the marking, the free branding of ASU every time the NHL is there. It's all good. And by the way, I've heard this whispered a couple places. I'm going to shoot this down. The Coyotes are paying their bills, so shut up about it. You're wrong if you've heard that. If someone's telling you that, you're wrong. Morgan Olson said it himself. No issues. Very happy with the relationship with the Coyotes. End. There you have it. One more question on this, Craig. I saw a comment way earlier. The Annex is you know, supposed to be on track to be done when the Coyotes come back to face the Bruins on December 9th. Have you heard? Is it on heard track? It's on track. Will it yep. be done? Okay. Yep. There you have it. Well, the Coyotes will eventually be home. Uh, let's take a look at the road trip map see where we are oh my goodness it feels never ending uh they finished the segment excited for them to get home for two days here before they go back on the road to la vancouver calgary and edmonton coming up here in the next week and week and a half um with those eight and eight thirty starts can i show you something really uh, beautiful on the upcoming schedule yeah show us oh i messed it up never mind <laughs> <laughs> I was going to flex that there was a home game on oh, here, but, I but you the made it the wrong color. That's, that's such a tragic situation <laughs> that just happened right there. I just, I just, ah, that's so, that's, that's tough. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, but there is a home game in the next two weeks, I guess you can say, finally. 
I against Boston, though. Yeah. That's okay. Hey, but the Leafs are coming but if, in December. But, but if you are going to go, that's some, that's and if you are going to go to a home game, <laughs> and you get to watch NHL players, the Boston Bruins are a pretty fun team to watch. Oh, you get to see in that building. Season. Can you imagine yeah. Bergeron? Return of Taylor Hall. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, howdy. In that boy, small building. Get me some tickets, Leah. Oh, sure. You want to get tickets? What is well, I'm curious what they are right now in game time. I don't know. Probably pretty expensive because it's their first game back first game in a back. while. Um, and, of course, tickets are always cheaper the day of the game, which we saw with our own eyes on, Seriously. on Friday and Saturday for the ASU hockey game. Like, and, and I say I always say up 60% off, like legitimately <laughs> up to 60% off. Um, so head out to an ASU hockey game. Head out to a Coyotes game. If you haven't seen Mullet Arena for yourself, You'll have a great time because the atmosphere is amazing no matter what. Just that small, intimate atmosphere. But like like we always say, not a bad seat in the house, except for when you can't find a place to stand um, and see the game. But you can buy standing room only tickets and you get like an assigned spot for that. So it's not a fight to the death on there. If you want to go to any of those events, including I think there were tickets for this Cardinals game today for $10. Johnny was looking on game time. Wow. Wait, to an NFL game, 10 bucks? $10 tickets to the Cardinals today. And that oh. was on Game Time today. So check it out. Save up to 60% when you buy a last minute. And uh, if you're going to use Game Time, use the link below in our description. Let's look at the punch card. They they kept this streak alive with the another loss. So we're, we're on track here in the punch card, chipping away at it. The uh, one one punch closer to eighty two. One Do we punch have any closer. patterns anymore, guys? No, or? I've just I've given up. It's out the window. I've okay. given up. Um, but Craig, you you're working on a couple things for GoPageNext.com. What do you got coming up? Yeah, for the diehards, I've got uh, the next prospect report um, and gets into some sensitive information that you don't want me to no, discuss. No, that anymore Craig has been discussing way too much today, and nobody else really needs to know. <laughs> you will all know, however, if you are a diehard, you can read. The next edition of the Coyotes Prospect Report, which is on Emil Martinson Lilleberg, Maximilian Zuba. I have to say, you just it this chose way. all I the always, best names. I have to say it that way. And this one I really like saying, I could say this a hundred times Miko Matika. Yeah, that's a good one. They're all good names. All Fantastic names. It's, it's the great name yep. prospect report. It is. It, that's that's it's, how I decided to I love write it. about it. had nothing to do with Lee Stepniak's recommendations. I love it. I will have some notes on other guys as well. I know people have been asking me about some other prospects. So what I'm doing in my prospect reports now is featuring the three guys and then I'm throwing some quick notes on the bottom. So that's coming. Obviously, there is a, I think there's a city council meeting on Tuesday. Is there something happening that day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be Again? a council vote. Craig's finally I'm in town. I'm taking it. I'm taking it all. I'm going to be there alone, live tweeting. I might be commenting on some of the open mic portion of it. Uh, it may not be. May not be nice. If you're gonna what speak, I have to say, just but know Craig if, will yes. be watching. If you're going to speak, please be informed. Otherwise, Craig will yeah, you may you. show up on my Twitter feed. And then uh, a couple more stories coming later in the week. One Coyotes, one ASU related. But uh, good week of content coming up. Lots of good stuff. So if you want to read that diehard content, become a diehard today. Uh, our Black Friday sale is going on all through the weekend, Cyber Weekend, uh, up to 90% off. There's literally a shirt in the locker for 99 cents. I have to just keep reiterating how amazing that is. And if you're a diehard, you get an extra 20% off merch. That's on top of the sale prices. So seriously, check out the locker if you need. I've bought, I've done like five orders already because I keep ordering for family. And then not that I keep forgetting about family, but I keep remembering. Did you do the diehard one? Oh, the shirt. Okay, yeah, the, so like, literally doing it right did now. Did you remember your login and password, Leah? No. So so it make sure you're logged. Right if you're a diehard, make sure you're logged you're in. in. I'm getting it right now. Petey's literally on his laptop ordering the diehard only sweatshirt right now. Um, so check that out. And also, when you spend seventy five dollars, you'll get a fifteen dollar gift card. The link is in our description to go right to the page next locker. So click on that below. It's it's first come first serve. So things are selling out. We have our hoodies finally. The the diehard only zip up. I know people have been asking for that. We got Phoenix gear. I mean, the the locker is unreal. Oh, he just placed his order. I Did watched you execute? it. I literally. Yeah. Yep. Done. He, he That's how easy it is to buy merch. Thanks Love for, it. Thanks for the Christmas present, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we wrap up, like I always ask you guys, any final thoughts before we head We out? usually have none. 
No, but sometimes no, but I, I, actually. I, I, we we'll usually start, Let's I wrap usually up by talking coyote yeah, hockey. Yeah, and I have to say, you yeah. can't just say nothing. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> and we'll wrap up talking coyote hockey that this is exactly what we asked for on this segment. Again, where this team played well all the way to the end of these games, even on the games that they lose, including today, going from 4-1 to 4-3 in the last three minutes by individual efforts by Kraus, Schmaltz. Uh, there are a lot of good things to build on from this game again. They get to come home. They get to sleep in their own bed wash their underwear, rejuvenate, and get back on a plane and do it all over again. Last but I think it's November, really important. By the way. They've, they played hard the month of November. It's fantastic. So this was a good, good wow. game day on, on a, a Sunday matinee. Day. Okay. Four games left on this NHL record-tying 14-game road trip. LA Kings, Vancouver Canucks, Calgary Flames, Edmonton Oilers. What's the Coyotes' record in these four games? One and three. One, two, and one. That's what I'm going with too. One, two, oh, I one. didn't even consider overtime. But They're going to push just shy of a 500 record, but I'll still, I'll stick with my one and three. I mean, if you're a contending team, you're looking to play 500 on the road on a road trip like this. I don't think it's going to be in LA. I think Vancouver's a win, and I think they get either Calgary or Edmonton to overtime. Okay. All right, I like it. We'll see. It'll be nice for them to have a couple days at home here. Like I said, before hitting the road, we'll be back. Guess what, everybody? The Thursday game starts at 8.30 p.m. <sighs> Coyotes after dark. PHNX Coyotes after dark. But we will be here. We'll be here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel live to talk about it, to break it all down. So we hope you join us and we hope that you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss a show. But in the meantime, we'll have a couple audio episodes for you this week, including one to talk all about what goes down Tuesday night at Tempe City Council. So be sure to be subscribed wherever you get your podcast. And while you're at it, like and leave us a five-star review and a written review on Apple if you're able to. It really helps us out immensely. Um, and I love reading all of the reviews that are left there for us. And please follow us each on Twitter at Sean underscore to pause at Craig S. Morgan. If you want to see him mock people on Tuesday night <laughs> um, at Leah Merrill and at S. Peters Hockey. And of course, at PHNX underscore Kydies on Twitter. There's also video on there from last night with Logan Cooley and Matthew Nyes. And if you want to see any of the, the ASU post game, check out Sean's Twitter as well. Tons of video on there. Um, well, we'll be back Thursday night, late night. But like I said, giving you content all week long. In the meantime, thank you all so much for tuning in for this Sunday afternoon, taking time, not watching football, not watching the Cardinals, but watching us. So we really appreciate it. But enjoy the rest of your Sunday, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon.